0: listen and learn active listening with t4 tactics active listening with t4 tactics i'm marco galbraith and i have some information on the east lansing michigan university of michigan shooting that i think everybody needs to know about it was february 13th uh, around 8 p.m and uh three Students were killed. Five were injured by a gunman that had supposedly, and I think we're going to find out he had ties, some type of ties to the university, but they're saying right now he did not have ties. As you know, I don't really go off the media when I give my information. I reach out to people uh, that were involved in the incident to give you the truth of what happened. And because I've taught active shooter training across the country, I've got a lot of contacts in the country, so I was able to speak uh, with one of the females that was actually in uh, the adjacent classroom to where the shooting occurred and this is disturbing because she was saying that the shooter, after the the students locked down the dorms and the classrooms, the shooter was going to the classroom doors, knocking on the doors, uh, saying that he had been injured, please open the door, I need help, I've been injured, and it was actually a shooter. Then he transitioned to knocking on the doors, uh, classrooms and dorms, and stating that he was police and it's okay, go ahead and open the classroom doors. This is very concerning. Um, They did this in Beslan, Russia, at a school attack where the terrorists started knocking on classroom doors saying that they were russian special forces and it was okay to open the door so as i talk about in my active shooter response training uh, don't open the doors if somebody is in dire need of medical attention that's where you're going to have to make a decision if you open the door but i uh, i always strongly strongly suggest do not open the door even if you hear a police radio and the police because it could be a scanner it could be a recording Bad guys, active shooters are very brilliant. They're very smart and they take weeks and months to plan this out, so they think of everything. So if you are involved in an active shooter attack and you're locked down behind a locked door and somebody knocks on the door, remain quiet. uh, Don't respond to it. If it is the real police, two things are gonna happen. The SWAT team is gonna have the tools to breach the door. Uh, when they do you should be there uh, prone on the floor with your hands out make sure the police can see your hands Uh, secondly if they don't have to breach the door then the uh, employer or school uh, personnel will have given them a key or a key access card where they're going to be able to make entry to that door so we want to make sure whoever's coming through that door is actually police and we want to really really think about opening that door because this guy it uh msu uh last week Uh, that was on the 13th today's the 18th i just wanted to gather this information put it out to you uh, and i had to make sure it was reliable credible before i put it out there Uh, but we just want to make sure that the uh, the person that's on the other side of that door is actually police so think it through another thing that i'm not a fan of and a lot of people are a lot of people will bark against this but i'm not a fan of uh, texting students and telling them run hide, fight. To me that's a lack of training they should have already been told what to do when you tell somebody when you teach somebody run hide fight unless you go into to deep specifics whenever something bad happens their brain is going to go to run hide fight it's not going to go to where to run how to fight or where to hide, it's going to go to those three words. We need to train people that when you are under an attack like that, you need to go to your specific plan, not three special words. The special words are not going to help you so let's get real about this I don't like text messages because it's going to push them to their phone so you've got students and the younger generation the phone is the freaking go-to for everything so you've got the younger generation and even the older generation but you've got some younger folks that may not be on their phone during an active attack uh, whether it be firearm or knife and you're gonna text them to shelter in place you're gonna text them run hide fight well now you've brought them to their phone and since they had to take their phone out of their pocket to look at the text message from the university or, or business whatever they're involved in I guarantee you 90% of those students are gonna call home they're gonna text their friends they're gonna get on social media they're gonna start filming for YouTube put the phone Keep the phone in your pocket unless it's for 911 or a critical call that's gonna save your life, but we don't need to be jamming up the cell towers. There's been a lot of cases where police officers had have had the cell towers jammed and they can't make critical calls to help end the event or get people medical care. So we wanna concentrate on that predator that is there to kill you. So we don't bring the phone out unless it's, uh, unless it's important. We have a local university here that put out a text message uh, to shelter in place because the power was out on the campus they were doing construction and had to lose power on the campus so they did shelter in place why in tarnation are we telling students to shelter in place because the power's out during the day that's not a smart thing to do what we're doing is we're setting them up for a normalcy bias we're setting them up that okay power's out shelter in place well when you have an active shooter or something horrible happen on campus and you send them a shelter in place you have put them in a normalcy bias that it's not really a big deal it's just like the power being out they're not going to respond accordingly that's that's why we don't do surprise active shooter drills humans have to be trained when it comes to active shooter that when there's an active shooter threat whether it be gunfire or notification or someone yelling active shooter you have got to go move very very quickly because that bad guy is um so i I just wanted to put this out there that be careful opening doors regardless of what the person says on the other side even if you hear a police radio and you think it's okay it could be a scanner it could be a recording you can get scanners on your cell phone so it's very easy to to make that sound happen to that false sense of security I've got an active shooter uh, training class uh, coming up on February 25th, which is a Saturday from 9 until 1230. We're going to go over all the dynamics of an active shooter attack. We're going to focus on threat assessment team, uh, de-escalation. We don't do de-escalation on an active shooter. It's not going to work out well for you if you try to talk to them. You want to put distance between you and the shooter and or you want to fight if you have to, last resort. But we can de-escalate people from keep them from keeping them from uh, going into uh, to something horrible. So it's a peaceful resolution. We're gonna go over dynamics at after shooter attack. We're gonna talk about some of the sixteen locations where I've interviewed people, uh, eighty-four people, and you're gonna hear their stories. So what the story, what you're gonna hear on the twenty-fifth is. Primary source information, direct testimony, exactly what they said. The media twists it around. Wikipedia uh, can twist it around. Documentaries twist twisted around. So I go out to these locations and bring back the information because what you need to hear is what actually happened in those attacks, not what the news said. You need to hear, in order for us to recognize, uh, to, for prevention and mitigation of an active shooter or an active attack, we need to recognize what did not work and what worked in previous attacks. That's what we're gonna go over. We're gonna go over how your body is gonna react uh, under extreme stress during an attack. We'll talk about threshold stimulus. Uh, We're gonna really talk about past attacks. And uh, we're gonna talk about how we recognize something's getting ready to go ugly. Uh, That's what we wanna do. We wanna avoid the attack before it occurs. That's Saturday, February 25th from nine until 1230 at T4 Tactics in Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, and then, of course, I do these also for uh, businesses, churches, schools, travel the country. Uh, been doing actually a lot of traveling lately. For some reason, uh, January and February is usually my slower month, but uh, maybe it's because Covid's coming back. We're starting to see a lot of businesses, churches, schools, manufacturing facilities uh, step up with this active shooter training. And that's great. It's not just shooter, we're talking we do active threat, uh, threat assessment, risk management. Uh, and it's a way to uh, what we. The main thing we want to do is reduce injuries and save lives, but we also want to reduce our civil liability. Uh, and every, all this information can be found on my website, T Four Tactics. I appreciate you listening. Please spread the word, especially if you're uh, university or school related, business related. Spread the word as to what this shooter did. Uh, what other shooters have done. This isn't the first time somebody's tried to say it's police, open the door, or I need help, please let me in so I can be in a position of safety. You really got to think it through. But please, that's the reason why I did this particular podcast. I want people to know, be careful before you open that door. Think it through. Reduce injuries, save lives. Thanks for listening and uh, enjoy yourselves. Have a good weekend.